Faders, welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit in Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. And I'm Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you fine folks know, Got Fit in Japan is about one, two, three. Three dudes, booze, Japan in the news. That's right. And this is episode number 600. Yes, we did it. Number six. Yeah, finally we made 600. Yeah. No, I'm just pulling your chain, Peters. This is not episode number 600, but this is episode number 599. 25 thirds and a third and a half. That's what episode this fucker is because why, Jeremy? Why, Jeremy? Why is this not 600? Because of that cock-sucking dry lockdown. That goddamn dry lock. That dry lock. Oh, the dry lock. Oh, man, things were so great four weeks ago, but no, not anymore. Right now, everything is closed. Uh, department stores are closed. Bars are closed. Izakayas are closed. Karaoke bars are closed. Everything is closed, and you can't serve alcohol. Even if a restaurant is open, you can't even get a drink. Not even a single drink. Why can we not get a drink, Tommy? Again, dry lockdown, dry lockdown implies that, you know, it's fucking dry. It's dry, like the 1920s. But, but, but I, I, will, I will say they can sell booze, just not bars and restaurants. You can still go to the convenience store or liquor store and, you know, grab some cans or suds or whatever your pleasure is. That is definitely true. That is definitely true. And actually, that's how we're rolling these days. I mean, these days, we're pretty much rolling on Got Fit in Japan, having some booze, having some good times, drinking with some friends and faders. But also, Tommy, you and I went to the park on Tuesday and got quite faded. Jeremy, you were not there, but you were in our hearts. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, just just to preface this before me and Johnny get into it. Yeah, like... Last week was Golden Week, so it's a, it's a bunch of like it's a big string of mass, massive uh, national holidays where like most everybody's off, and like again dry lockdown, so they done shut down all that fucking shit. But guess where I live? I live in Nakameguro, down by the fucking river, and like every day doesn't make, doesn't matter. It's like morning or night. I see like fucking especially younger kids, like you know twenty somethings, just outside boozing it up by the river, and uh, I, I might be knocking back a couple cans here and there myself to be honest. And yep. that's what me and Johnny and another fellow fader, Scotty, did as yep, well. That's, well, that's basically what we did. Um, some parks are closed. I heard that Yoyogi's closed. I heard that Shinagawa's closed. I heard that Shinjuku's closed. Um, are the major parks closed or are they just kind of recommended that nobody comes in and gets faded? What do you guys I think? Honestly, 
I, I don't even fucking know, dude. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm all I'm hearing about, hearing about this is like fucking secondhand. Like I got a kid and times are tight. I wasn't planning on, you know, going out and blazing it up at the bars anyway. So I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know. I've heard stuff. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Uh, I, I can tell you the one, the parks in my area are not closed. There's signs up saying maybe you shouldn't be out, but like, that's about it. And I think maybe, maybe they close some early, but that's fine. You, know, you really got to love the politeness of Japan. Please yeah. don't drink in the park. Please don't do it. We won't do anything if you do, but please don't do it. And actually, most people do not drink in the park. God damn it. Mm. Turning off my fucking Facebook. What the fuck is this shit doing on? Jeremy, what are your thoughts on this shit? Well, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Most people will follow the rules just because that's the way things are in Japan. People try to just get along and try not to, you know, uh, bother anybody else around them. But you know what? You can't just take alcohol out of this society. One of the biggest things in in the Japanese culture is alcohol and drinking. And Mm -hmm. if you try to shut it down completely and say no, you're just going to get what you had in the 1920s. You're going to get speakeasies. You're going to get bars that shut the front door, but inside it's still rocking and partying. And I know a couple Mm -hmm. places around here that are like that. Yeah, I know a couple of places too, but my wife won't let me go to him. She's like, nah, if you go to Bub's place, uh uh-uh. Big trouble in Little China. You are not coming back home. So basically, yeah, I'm stuck. But the thing is, though, I can hang out with you guys and get faded. That's cool. I'm hanging out with you guys right now, getting faded. Faded. Faders, all you guys out there, we're, we're pretty much all getting faded together and stuff. So yeah, it's okay. It's not too bad. I concur, man. I'm fucking cool with it. I get to occasionally go out and still have my beers by the river, and I get to get faded with you guys over Zoom. And I don't know. That's that's kind of enough for me, man. You know, Tom, I when you to- say... Oh, sorry, Jeremy. Oh, I was going to say, I like the Zoom thing, but I want to ask you a question. When do you think we're all going to be in one room together drinking with all the boys? Well, fucking hopefully soon so we can get to fucking get on that episode 600, which has basically been delayed again. Which is why we're having another episode on Zoom because we really wanted like this week and possibly next week or sometime soon to be episode 600. We're all in the same fucking room. Fuck this Zoom bullshit. I mean, it does the job, but like not for fucking 600. That's not how we fucking rule. Not for a special episode like that. I agree with Tom. I agree with Tom. 600 should definitely be in close quarters. I mean, I want to have hands and hands with Tom and Jeremy and the faded films guys. I want everything to be together and stuff. Kumbaya, my lord. Kampai. I want it to be a fucking blast over there. And um, faders, if you didn't know, we are going to have episode number 600 once the dry lock is down at... You'll find out. See you liquor. Oh. Okay, well, I guess you found out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, yeah. I guess we're we're having an Amitsu Lakers or sponsors. All right, well, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's good. Come on, dude. You you were were telling me, man, like, I think Sammy could use a love of advertising right now. So, like, as soon as this fucking, like, dry lockdown ends, go to his awesome place and buy some booze from him. Okay, tell me something, guys. Tell me, uh, I'm the newest boy on, here on this podcast. So tell me, what is this place like? What can I expect to see when I get there? Oh, my God. Mitsuya Liquors is absolutely fantastic. It's like the gem of Asagaya. Mitsuya Liquors is a small little liquor shop, right? And when you walk in there, you're like, oh, man, this place is really small. But it keeps on going on and on and on. The aisles just stretch and stretch and stretch. And these aisles are just 
full of mouth-watering booze. You got shochu-chew high whiskey, tequila, gin, bourbon, scotch. And when you finally reach the very back, they got cooler after cooler after cooler after sweet-ass cooler of beers. Beers from all over the world. That's right. They got beers from Japan, China, Korea, Mexico, France, Germany, countries that I can't even pronounce that Tom doesn't even know. They got so many beers in there that we can play a game called Tom, what's the game? Around the world. Around, around the, world. the world. Yes, you can play around the world where basically, Tom, remember we talked about the rules. We already established dude, the I rules. I know how to play fucking around the world. I played it like long before I met you in college, dude. I know you didn't because I taught you the game like fucking Tuesday. So please tell no. me, what are the rules? Basically, we're going to start off Japan, so we'll have a Japanese beer, and you'll, you'll choose, somebody chooses a direction, and then you go, I don't know, I, I guess if you go, like, east of Japan, you go to China, so you have a Chinese beer. And that would you, be west of Japan. What's that? China's west of Japan. Or, sorry, west. Oops. Yeah. Or I guess if you went we're east. We're on a giant Japan. sphere, so, I mean. I guess yeah. if you go east far enough. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right, exactly. Tom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, <laughs> you get the idea. Yeah, oops, that fucked up. Yeah, so I guess if you go east, if you go east of Japan, I guess like you'd you'd hit America, or you know maybe Hawaii really? first. You gotta drink one of them Hawaiian beers or some shit. Okay, so all right, that that's pretty much basically. The and the goal is to go around the world. That's right. So pretty much what we do is everybody stands in a circle and we go counterclockwise because, you know, we, we go around the sphere of the world. So everybody will choose a country going in a different direction. For example, I will start off with Japan. So we get a Japanese beer. Tom would go west. So west, maybe we we'll go to China. Then after that, Germany would go north, north of China. Maybe we get a Mongolian beer or Russian beer or something like that. And then we just keep on going until we go all the way around the world. And pretty much, um, yeah, it's really hard to play this game because once you go to Europe, you're stuck. Europe is kind of like, you know, have you guys ever played golf and you kind of get in the sand trap? Europe is the sand trap of this game because the thing is, once you go to Germany, you're like, oh my God, they got like 30 German beers. So you got to choose like the best German beer. And then after that, where do you go? You go to France. Then after France, where do you go? You go to England. Then where do you go? You go to Ireland. After Ireland, where do you go? You, you go to Wales. And then after Wales, where do you go? You go to Denmark. It's just it's crazy. Once you go to Europe, you're fucked. So if you bypass Europe playing this game, you can actually finish this game. But everybody gets stuck in Europe. I don't know, man. I would I would compare this to play, like the same as playing strip poker. Even when you lose, you still kind of win. Well, it depends on who you're playing with. Yeah, I was gonna say, and on a room full of dudes. Okay, maybe strip poker implies certain things, but yeah, man. But nah, man. Like it, the whole point of this exercise is to get drunk and have fun. That's so if, true. We, if, we, if, we, if, if we can't do that, man, what's the fucking point of doing this podcast? Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like. It's been well documented that pretty much everybody who's a regular on this show has like, you know, mad love for different booze from around the world. So I'm sure we're going to have a fucking fun time doing it. It's just like, not only that, I'm going to remind you, we are going to be like in the same room all together and for like in for fucking ever, basically like a year, year and a half. It's been, it's been, it's been way fucking too long. The last time I was together with all you guys was uh, in the same room was uh, episode 500. Yeah, it was. We were on the boat. Booty booty cruise. And yeah, and then yeah, I think I've linked linked up with you what once since then, Jeremy, and like Johnny maybe a couple of times because he lives close, and Ray and Paul like fucking I, I haven't fucking seen. 
like basically like they're off like in you've met them once remember we did a show together yeah yeah, yeah. but i'm saying like i said i barely fucking seen i haven't said i haven't seen them at all but yeah Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 but no problem. Episode number 600, we're all getting together, and this is going to be epic. Whenever it may be, it's going to be good. And um, hopefully, faders, that you guys play along, you know? So, I mean, if you could get, like, maybe, I, well, I don't know, I think it would be impossible because Mitsuya is, like, the best place in Japan to get 300 beers from all over the world. But if you can play this game, if there is a dispensary or some kind of a place, uh, I, I, if you got, like, an amazing bar or something or whatever that's in your neighborhood, definitely try to play the game there, but don't die. Don't die. Don't drive. Don't ride a skateboard. Well, roller skates are out of question. live in a liquor store, Jesus, man. I don't know how you fucking listen along and try and drink along with us. Yeah, I guess that's true. Shit, mm. man. Oh, well, anyway, so that's episode number 600. That's what we're going to do. If we ever get to 600, we got this dry lock for another two weeks after mm. two weeks of being dry. Oh, my God. Then again, I don't think anybody's been dry, dude. Fucking can day in my neighborhood. I look at all the fucking like barrels. There are barrels filled with fucking beer cans, beer cans, whiskey bottles, chew high, Nihon shoe. Dude, they are packed, dude. I think all my neighbors are fucking just lushing it up at home. How about you guys? I, th- oh, I think, so. yeah, man. Well, not just me. I think everybody in my area, because I've been talking about, like, again, I live by the river. I've been going up and down there. And, like, especially last week during Golden Week, man, all those national holidays, we're just seeing mountains of beer cans, cigarette butts, and, like, you know, fucking just wreckage, which kind of pisses me off, because one of them I saw was, like, right in front of one of the losses, like a convenience store. It's like, yo, dude. Like you could have taken those like five or six steps and like the fucking deposit of your trash. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I drink on the river too, man. I, I booze it up, but like, you know, I dispose of my empty. Littering's not cool. Yeah, don't be a dickhead and just leave your cans sitting up there. Especially like Tom just said, in Japan, you could walk five meters and there's probably a trash can. That's true. Yeah. But I think, I think, I think that pretty much is though. Statistically, I think just pretty much around the world, man, boozing it up is going way up, man. People are at home. They got nothing else to do. It's like, man, fuck it. Crack open a couple of cold ones with what's on fucking Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. That's true. Actually, now that I think about it, though, in Japan, we've been quite spoiled compared to other countries. I got friends in Paris where all the bars and restaurants have been closed for months on end. So for us to like kind of complain that like the bars and the nightclubs and the pachinko and the karaoke places have been closed for like two weeks, I think we kind of sound like assholes. Not if you own a bar, if that's your if that's your income, if you're a bartender or a bar owner or a chef and that's your way to make your nut and make your, you know, your money to pay your rent. You're fucked for these last two weeks. Oh yeah, that's true. No, actually, they get six. They get six hundred dollars. Well, the establishment gets six hundred dollars, uh, yen uh, a day. So, but what although there are regulations and rules and stuff for them to get that money and stuff, but um, they they are getting paid supposedly. I don't know all the rules. That's what I'm trying. I'm trying to get one of our sponsors on the show. I'm not going to say which one. But I'm trying to get one of the sponsors on the show just so I can find out all the rules and regulations that they're dealing with. I've lived here for 20, 23 years. This is the first time I've ever seen it like this. I've never seen bars closed. I've never seen a dry lockdown. This is like a, a first time for me, seriously, in like a quarter of a century. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I've, no, I've never seen this like this. I mean, this is kind of like 
Well, what, you know, in America, what days were like all the bars and restaurants closed? What Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving day, the day after Thanksgiving or something? I've just been well, in the South. Everything's closed on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, like, a lot of dry county bullshit, which doesn't even fucking work, which causes more fucking accidents. Actually, does yeah, that mean it's Sunday bloody Sunday? Sunday bloody Sunday. Uh, no, that that. Would uh, be I think that's a different different story behind that yeah, no, i know no, i'm just yeah. joking but it's, it's it's a bloody sunday Nah, but like yeah actually like fucking having dry counties on sunday is like or you know dry area on sunday is just fucking stupid because guess what people that want to fucked up will find a fucking way to do it so they have to drive like you know a couple counties or an hour or two to get their fucking booze they'll do it and they won't always do it sober so it actually leads to more fucking you know more act our car accidents is not safe to do so here in japan you can have shit delivered what's that here in Japan, you can have beer, your alcohol delivered to your house. Like for me, I live on the fifth floor, a, wa- a five floor walk up. So I don't go out and buy cases of beer. I have cases of beer sent to me, delivered by, by the liquor store. Yeah, I'm trying to get my gin. Is that, way, is that way you're in such good shape, man? Just all the, all the, not even like, you know, fucking hauling cases of booze up there, just like all the fucking coming and going. Yeah, every time I have to go outside, if I like, if I if I go downstairs and I forget something, like I forgot my wallet, I gotta walk back up five more flights of stairs. Then I gotta walk back down again. Then I'm like, fuck, I forgot my mask. Back up again and then back down again. It's terrible, oh man. Oh my god! Every, every, every time Jeremy just flips his earbuds on and plays like Eye of the Tiger, he's like, all right, I'm gonna do it. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> but I thank God we're moving soon. So I, I, I'm the next place we're moving to in Fukuoka. It is only going to be on the second floor, and it has an elevator. That was like one of my one of my go to things for when I wait when a I second. Place. You're gonna be on the second floor. Thing. You're gonna be on the second floor with an elevator. Yep. <laughs> you lazy bastard <laughs> i know man but think about it i've been i've been living here for a long time and walking up and down five flights of stairs gets tiring after a while man you know what's like gonna Tom happen said, man. you know what's gonna happen dude after like fucking two months you're gonna notice that your pants don't fit anymore you're like oh shit these are a little tight i never oh, let man. that happen <laughs> <laughs> well, i still go to the gym i still use i still train jujitsu man there's no way that's gonna happen <laughs> my yeah. shirt kind of feels like a tank top <laughs> I got titties. Look at my titties. Wait, so are you are you moving to Fukuoka? You can yeah. completely move out of Yokohama. You're going to live there. Yeah. So, like, my my wife's parents are getting a little older, so we need to be down there to, to help them out and in, in stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're, we I bought a house down there, and we're moving down there uh, probably in, s- in the next couple months. You know oh, what shit. I've heard? You know what I've heard about Fukuoka? Now. Many people, many tourists and many people around the world think that Tokyo is the drinking capital of Japan. But oh, in no. fact, I've heard <laughs> from many, many, many local people that have lived in Japan their whole entire life because they're Japanese. They've all said that Fukuoka is the drinking capital of the world. And you, when, and if you say, really, if you're like, somebody tells you that, you say, oh my gosh, are you serious? You know what they say? They say, yes, shochu comes from Fukuoka and that just showed you all shochu comes from Fukuoka and there's a lot of beer companies in Fukuoka and there's a lot of Nihonshu companies some of the best actually that come from mm-hmm. Fukuoka Fukuoka is actually the real the legit too legit to quit drinking capital of Japan I 100% agree because I've been going down there a lot to see my wife's family and the thing is 
you never run out of alcohol down there. It's always just, it's like, it flows from the, from the faucets, man. It just, everywhere you go, it's drink, 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 drink. And um, I'm looking forward to that being my home. I, I would kind of disagree, man, because I spent like a decent amount of time in Fukuoka and like, don't get me wrong. They fucking definitely drink there. And like, arguably nobody drinks than- like Tom. <laughs> no, but like, uh, not just that, but like Kita Kyushu, like, which is also, was this is the second biggest city in like Fukuoka prefecture where I stayed at for the first two years. They fucking hit it really hard there as well. And like Fukuoka is kind of like more like, I don't know, I guess like classy city area where like Kita Kyushu is like, city of just over a million people and it's like nippon steals big there it's a big blue collar like factory worker like they just drink all the fucking time as well well i can't wait to get down there i'm really looking forward to it but then then again also on on the island when you go further south like kagoshima which is like on the southern tip of the island because like fukuoka could be in kitaki should be on the north you know on the southern tip of the island like uh kagoshima which is kind of semi-tropical like they fucking light it up as well. Then you go further south and you go to Okinawa and oh my God, mm-hmm. that motherfuckers get crazy. So I don't know. Yeah. I used to live in Okinawa as well. I, I spent a year down there teaching diving and stuff like that. Um, right around 2009, right after the uh, the Lehman Brothers fucking failure that ruined the economy here for a little while. I couldn't oh, find sure, a job. So I, had, yeah. Yeah, I, had, I had money saved up. So I moved, just moved down to Fukuoka and taught diving for a year. And then uh, after a while, I'm like, well, I'm running out of money. I got to move back to Tokyo and start making some cash again. But luckily now, after the um, the lockdown and, and uh, the coronavirus, um, it maybe not for everybody, but at least for me, I get to work from home now so that I can work my job from anywhere these days. It just really depends on what industry you work in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, I pretty much work from home, too. By the way, faders, if you want to buy an original piece of artwork, there is the spilldink.com. The spilldink.com. You can get something amazing there or commission your buddy Johnny to make something special for you. Yeah, I work from home too. <laughs> I, I buy I buy artwork as well. Look at that. I got I got a couple of Johnny's pieces here that I've purchased. I'm a very happy owner of those. Those yeah, are beautiful, re- but 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 Jeremy, Jeremy, let's be honest. Everything around that is beautiful you're you're basically living in a museum and i don't know how you're going to move to fu- move to fukuoka with all that stuff oh my gosh it's not dude. cheap bro it's not, it's not cheap, cheap to move you're going to need like a box of like gloves because like when you carry that artwork you're like no i can't touch up with my hands i gotta wear gloves dude like those felt gloves or something because that's yeah, behind you dude it's incredible oh, i know you have that dude i mean you showed me your comic book collection behind you some of those comics are just priceless dude and the pieces yeah. of artwork which are original artworks and, and and artwork that's signed by original character oh dude it's fucking insane dude insane man yeah. i can't believe it so what johnny's talking about is i have a I have all the Walking Dead comics behind me. You can't see them; they're right behind my my giant bulbous head. But uh, inside the inside the uh, one, the very first book, I have a signed um, custom drawing from Charles Adlar, the guy who draws the Walking Dead, and uh, and he signed and he, and he signed it. And that's inside one of those books back there. Amazing stuff, man! I and even in, like uh, stuff I don't have displayed. I have a whole closet full of other things. I I got like um, some famous Star Wars um, art from a uh, comic book artist who, who draws Star Wars for Marvel and then some who drew for Dark Horse. I've got so much stuff that I uh, I don't have enough wall space for it. Well, that's where you're moving to Fukuoka because over there, land is cheap. It is. That's why I bought a house so, there. So, so hopefully you, you've got a bigger place in Fukuoka, right? So you can put your shit around it. Like it's not all fucking cluttered up. Yeah, yeah. A little bit spread awesome. out, but I'm going to try to fill in. I'm going to try to fill in the, the, the blank spots as well. 
because I've got a ton of stuff, bro. Like I, I've got, like you can see, I've got autographed Sam. I, I got autographed signed signed stuff by uh, Stan Lee. I've got autographed art up here. You can't see that probably, but uh, it's a Spider-Man drawing by Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can yeah. see it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. The Rick and Morty is pretty cool too. Uh, yeah, that's the original uh, Pickle Rick right there, drawn Pickle by Rick. Uh, Pickle Rick, the guy who draws Rick and Morty uh, comic books. Yeah, tons of shit, man. Just been God. picking it up for years. God damn, dude. Well, I mean, if you need people to help you move to Fukuoka, you know, like pack stuff up, don't ask me or Tom because we're going to steal everything. That's the problem, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I got to have everything insured. I would say steal everything. We just wouldn't get anything done. Be like, just fucking, oh shit, this is a fucking cool figure. Jeremy, tell me about this. It's like, oh, let me fucking tell you about this. It's like the whole fucking story how, how we got it. Oh, yeah. fucking cool. Okay. Think next in the pile. Okay. Oh, fucking dude, tell me about this. <laughs> fucking. Yeah. 12 hours later, we'll all be sitting around just fucking waste this mountain of beer cans and a few things back. His wife will come in and go, What the fuck? Thought you guys said that's you exactly what I'm worried about. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. The only thing that I will take is that 3D blacklight Spider Man painting that I made for you, dude. Because that no, right that's, there, dude. Me forever. No, man. Yeah. Fucking so many people have like commented on that on fucking Instagram and sent messages, dude. I'm just like, oh fuck. Now I gotta now I'm gonna be the Spider-Man guy, dude. I don't want to be a Spider-Man artist, but uh yeah, I think that was so badass that a lot of people like that. And so uh I can sell that for a pretty penny faders if you want one. I mean I can uh, pick it up for five fingers, you know what I'm saying? You know, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway. the original right there. That's the original Johnny Spider-Man. That's true. All right. Well, okay. All right. It does Bye. fucking pop off the wall. It does fucking pop, man. I mean, look at that. It does pop. Tom, you need something on your wall, dude. I'm I'm gonna but but I know your style, dude. If I make something for you, it's gotta be sexy. Yeah, let me see here what I got. Oh, uh, dude, Playboys from the 1980s, fucking awesome. <laughs> Back when they weren't scared of a little hair. <laughs> a little hair? It's the 1980s. I know. <laughs> it was the 1990s when they got that fucking. Uh, was it the landing strip thing going? Oh, I love those. Oh, the landing strip. Oh man, oh, we gotta bring that haircut flying into back. A new airport. <laughs> flying into a new airport's always fun. Oh man, you know they're bringing back the mullet. Why don't we bring that back? They're they're both from the same time period. You have to have an Australian <laughs> accent. Just probably hang this one up. Oh, that's a cool one. Pretty, uh, yeah, dude. What is that? That's pretty dope. Is that the Falcon? Where is this yours, Johnny? Oh, looks like yours. No, that's not mine. I've never seen that before in my life. Oh, that's the fucking dancing painter. I'm fucking confusing artwork. Anyway, dude, I that's pretty cool. I'll <laughs> well, find it later. <laughs> dude, it's all good. It's all good. We gotta get something on your walls, man. Maybe you and Jeremy can like, you know, maybe you can help Jeremy move and he can give you some like um, I don't know, coasters or something. I don't know. You guys can work something out. But anyway. I think it's time to take a little break. And then from there, we move into the news, guys. We got too much news. Right. We got too much news for episode 599, 25 and a third and a third. So, I mean, we, we got so much to take care of and stuff. So why don't we take a little break here? What do you guys think? Yeah, yep. I'm cool with that. Yep. All right. Well, on that note, faders, we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Bye-bye. Go fuck yourself. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. 
at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azubujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. It's your liquors. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. If you're going to get your fade on, 
you gotta get your fan on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fit on in style. Proper. We are back, faders, with part two. And part two, we are twice as faded, and that's all for you. And um, right now, faders, we got the news. Tommy, um, you've been talking for a while about some of your interesting, juicy stories. Would you like to begin first, please? Oh, shit, man. I feel blessed upon this night. You are blessed. You are blessed, my friend. The holy water is in your face. (laughs) <laughs> all up in my face yeah oh, that's kind of pornographic dude this, this is a family show what i was going for man you've never seen those fucking pornos of the perverted priests like fucking fucks a slutty nun or some shit we've all seen oh, those. that really happens uh, i've seen plenty of i don't know it does in the pornos so it's, wow. if it doesn't pornos it does in my mind yeah so pornos are basically real life you know that's how things really work yeah. pretty much yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because like, hey, your pizza's here. Johnny was saying he was like earlier he was a pizza delivery boy. Hey, your pizza's here. We got the spicy Italian sausage for you, extra thick. Dang. I okay, all right. I, yeah, I watched pornos in the 80s too, I guess. <laughs> or how about the pool cleaner boy? Wow. All right. Pool all right, all right. Uh, yeah. Anyways, Showing your age, of- man. Showing your age. Okay, so what do you okay. got? All right. And anyway, uh, speaking of getting down and dirty and doing pornographic stuff, Osaka man accused of injuring wife with car after leaving Love Hotel with another woman. Dun, dun, dun. That's how you do it. That's how. Uh, hey, hey, man, if you're going to fuck up and, and get caught cheated, you might as well just fucking go all out, man, is all I'm saying, man. Hit go fourth gear. Yeah. Osaka Prefectural Police have arrested a 37-year-old man for allegedly injuring his wife with his car at a parking lot for for a love hotel in Kaizuka City earlier this month, reports Mainichi Shimbun on August 29th. Upon his arrest on suspicion of attempted murder on Wednesday, Kenta Yamanoto, a company employee, denied the allegation, saying, quote, I know nothing about the matter, the suspect said, according to the Kaizu police station. At around 3.45 a.m. on April 22nd, Yamamoto emerged from a love hotel with a 27-year-old Mai Yoshimura. Yamamoto's wife then accosted the pair in the parking lot, and they then got into a dispute. After they entered Yamamoto's vehicle, his wife pulled open the passenger seat door, Yamamoto then drove off, dragging his wife about 20-some meters before she fell, causing bruises to her legs and knees. Yamamoto and, yeah, Yamamoto and Yoshimura work for the same company. Yamamoto's wife used, used her smartphone to pinpoint his location just before the incident. In addition to this, Yamamoto, to, uh, Yamamoto ple- 
That's written fucked up. In addition to Yamamoto, police are, have arrested Yoshimura. She declined the allegations as well. So yeah, they fucking they got not only the cheating husband, but and, and his mistress. Yeah, that, that is definitely some maximum overdrive kind of shit right there, dude. There's so much going on here, man. And wow, can I can I just say this is like, wow, this is the first time I've ever actually read an article sober. Do you think this guy is going to get a divorce or do you think, you know, they're going to get back together? I think a divorce is definitely in the cards, man. If she be uh, looking for her cheating husband, then he done fucked up. Also, remember, she she tracked him down using some, you know, sleuthing with the app. So he busted. Yeah, he's got to learn the old phase. It wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't me. Wasn't me. Oh, man. Wasn't me. A lot of things are not going to happen to that guy in jail. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, getting laid, eating good food, uh, living a good life. Yeah, that guy's going away. Jeremy, also, what is your story? Yeah. Oh, I've got a great one here. All right. Stick with me on this one because this is this one gets a little bit weird. This is not like as sexy as, as one of your normal stories. This is kind of more of a terrifying story, if you want to be quite honest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yokohama. A search continued Friday for a roughly 3.5 meter long pet python that managed to break free and slither away from an apartment near Tokyo, according to local police. The owner, notif- the owner notified police around 9.25 p.m. Thursday after returning to a second floor condo in Yokohama, Kanagawa Prefecture, and discovering that his reticulated python was no longer in its enclosure. Uh, the species is considered one of the world's largest snakes, and according to the police, the missing reptile weighs around 13 kilograms. Damn. Uh, not venomous, but it, the snake can constrict to suffocate its prey, which I respect. Uh, owners in Japan ob- obtained permission to, uh, from their local government to keep such an animal. The python is believed to have escaped from an open window uh, to a mountain behind the condominium building, uh, the police said. So this gigantic fucking snake just went eh, i'm out started slithering out of its uh, enclosure dude can you blame him can you blame him i mean dude japanese apartments and houses are fucking small dude he's fucking in this small little cage just like a rat he's like stuck in there he's like dude if i ever get the chance if i ever get the opportunity if there's ever a crack in the glass i am fucking out Fucking 500 piece. Yes. So 3.5 meters long is seven feet over seven feet. No, over nine feet, right? Over nine Mm. feet. Yeah. It's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. So you you could basically, you you could hook its fangs to a fucking, like, what is it? Like a, like the rim of a rim and like a basketball court. Like it fucking to be able to touch the floor. Yeah. I think you're right. And then he's also 26. uh, He's also 13 kilograms. So two point times 2.54. How much is that? 26, 26 pounds 26, yeah 60 pounds thereabouts enormous enormous fucking no no more than 70 70 70 70 something maybe yeah 13 kilograms yeah that's that's an enormous fucking Russell next to you and you look down what the fuck was under my bed is i I don't have a dog and you lift up the sheet and then this fucking snake that, tries to jump out at you. No, see, that's where you're wrong, dude. This is where this fucking story turns into like Friday the 13th, dude. It's not about people in their houses. It's about campers in the mountain. Oh, yeah. Plus, there's no there's no animal that can kill this, this python in the wild in Japan, right? 
Ah, you're probably right. It probably wouldn't bears? have any natural. We, we would no, it wouldn't have any natural bears? predators. It bears? wouldn't have a natural predator. I don't know, man. It could it could probably choke out a bear, bro. If it got like on its leg and it started slithering up and then maybe it bit him once or twice, the bear's like, ah, fuck, you bit me. And then like it got around its neck, and then the bear's like, oh shit. And then like snakes go, the snake's like, oh my god, you can fucking talk. And it's like, no, I can't really talk. This is just a stupid story that a guy on a podcast is making up. No, man, but like you know what I'm saying? But like usually the way things these things hunt, they just slither up in a tree and they just wait for something to walk underneath. Something walks underneath, and they just drop down. They gotcha. Oh, they do? Yeah, that, yeah, that's how they fucking roll most of the time. I think they're yeah. probably gonna keep elements surprise. Yeah, fucking tree cunts. Yeah. I think they're probably gonna eat monkeys, like in the forest and shit in the oh, mountains. There's tons of monkeys. Yeah. And then what if it has eggs? Uh, I know that that's the uh, pythons get lots of bitey, like, uh, you know, get really bitey when uh, when they have their eggs. So anything that gets close to that, it'll probably try to snap at it. That's pretty Mm. crazy, dude. Holy shit. If you're just walking along in the mountains. Hey, man, this is the mountains. Nothing bad could possibly happen to me up here in the mountains. (laughs) This is Japan. What what about this poor guys like looking around? This fucking poor guys running around. Excuse me, excuse me. Have you seen my python? Where's my python? I need to find my python. Oh, does anyone see my python? I need to find my python. And it's like, dude, fucking get the pervo away from me. He's like, no, he's really looking for his pet snake. Like, not, you know, not a joke as a trouser snake. Okay, ridiculous <laughs> joke. All right. No, you know what the weird thing is, though? I mean, okay. Mount Fuji is a mountain, and surrounding Mount Fuji, is suicide forests right where people just yeah. go in there and they disappear mm-hmm. now think about this this snake this python disappeared by a mountain do you think in the next like maybe one two three years a bunch of hikers are going to go hiking around this forest and they're just going to disappear so this mountain might be the next quote-unquote suicide mountain but you me and tom and all you faders out there know that it's not a suicide mountain. There's a fucking evil snake out there eating these people, dude. Stay the fuck away from fucking this mountain. Yeah, no so kidding. Think- Another reason for me not to go outside. Yeah, do that. <clears throat> so you, think, you think it's going to go fucking Blair Witch? Like a bunch of hikers went up and they never came back? I'd love to see the footage. <laughs> <laughs> but how can the snake hold a camera it doesn't have any arms? Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll find out. I was going to say, you can see the footage, but you have to wait a while. You have to wait for the snake to shit the phone out or whatever. <laughs> How did you escape? I saw the snake eat you. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a German tourist. <laughs> I came out of the snake's butthole. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy. All right. All right. I guess it's my story now, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I aim to please. Here we go. All right. I did not pre read the story. I apologize. I don't apologize. Fucking time. Sorry, not sorry. sorry, but not sorry. Here we go. Panties stolen from man in Nagoya by male slash female team of thieves. Oh, Yoink. man. It's kind of like uh, Oliver Twist, but for adults. No, I, I, I would call him the dirty duo. Well, I think there's more than it's two, good. though. Yeah, that's right. good. Look them. Also, anybody else wonder why that guy, why that man was wearing panties? I mean, I whatever know. floats your boat, I guess. 
I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Um, by most levels, crime levels are very low in Japan. Unfortunately, though, panty theft isn't unheard of. Yeah, no shit. I mean, if you're listening to Got Faded Japan, every other story is a panty theft story. In fact, faders, if you wanted to know, we do. We could do panty theft stories every single episode, but we don't because that would be boring. Unfortunately, because like. Yeah, dude, that's, that's one thing. There's some of those stories we kick. We get too, too, story, too many stories that are redundant or samey. And it's like, we've made all the jokes we can for a while. Let's just move it on. I can make new jokes. And so ordinarily... I don't know if they get old and nasty like some of those youth panties. Like your face. And so ordinarily, someone getting arrested for stealing panties wouldn't be all that noteworthy in of itself. However, an incident took place in Nagoya was anything but ordinarily, even when by Japanese panty theft standards. Last week, the police arrested a 25-year-old Koki Mori for breaking into a home in Moriyama. Now, that's irony. <laughs> Let me say that again. Koki Mori for breaking into a home in Moriyama Ward. Uh, Can I I ask a question? Did he claim imminent domain? So it's like, his last name is Mori, and it was in Moriyama. He's like, yo, man, check it out, man. Read the sign. My name's all over it. It's mine. Imminent domain, bitches. Possibly, possibly. Okay, great, Tom. Okay, uh, the same part of the city in which Morty lives. Well, there you go, Tom. Maybe you're right. After gaining entry, Morty made off with 34 pairs of panties. 34 pairs! At least this guy is even. Uh, One might expect that Morty's crime was the result of his infatuation with a woman who lived in the house. But according to police reports, the sole occupant of the home is a 37-year-old man in another unexpected twist. Morty's, Morty's accomplice in putting off the panty raid, who has also been arrested in a woman, what is a woman in her 20s. Holy shit. So this guy basically stole panties from a guy that was stealing panties from a woman in her 20s. So the fucking, the Pink Panther got Pink Panthered by another Pink Panther. The burglary happened back in November, but it wasn't until last week that investigators arrested Morty and his partner in crime. Quote, I entered the home and stole the panties and other items. End quote. Admitted Morty in a search of his home turned up some 170 stolen items of panties. It's unclear whether Maury knew that there was a treasure trove of panties inside the man's house. Um, actually, I think he did. That's why he did it because they were oh, friends. On, he, he, totally fucking, he totally fucking cased that joint before, and it was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see something I like. No, he, there were friends, dude. There were friends, and basically he stole the panties from another panty thief. The Pink Panther got Pink Panther by another Pink Panther. There was pink all over the place, including the panties. Yeah. I'm saying, but, like, this has got to be a thrill thing, man, because his accomplice is a woman. So, like, if you really wanted you know, panties from his accomplice woman, like, you know, you got to maybe just ask. He's like, hey, honey, uh, you mind wearing these for a day or two and not taking a shower and, you know, just give them to me when you're done? Don't wipe. Whatever you do, don't wipe. Don't wipe. Yeah. Can, can I get some uh, extra, some extra crusty skid marks on those? Yeah. yeah. There, and while, 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 while we're at it, like you know, so this gets some menstruation stains as well. Meat. 
<laughs> I would love to know the porn that you're into, Tom. Psych. No, man, that, that, that always sticks with me because like, I think one of the first times I went to a fucking porn store in Japan, or sorry, porn store, not a porn store. house. No, no, a porn store in Japan. Like, rock around looking. Of course, they got the used fucking panties and like, you know, they got a picture of the chick, like, you know, fucking wearing the outfit and blah, blah, blah. Menstruation stains on them, like clear as day. Like they, they were highlighted too. It was like, ooh. Just yeah, but the, it's, you don't have any guarantees the chick in the picture. It could be the guy sitting on the counter wheezing. And dude, okay. For all you know, could, yeah, exactly. It could be some dude's like hairy ball sack, man. Yeah, just farting in those panties. Here, try and smell these. Thanks, Bubba. Yeah. You know, Tom, you're kind of in between jobs right now. Maybe that might be something you want to get into, you know? Yeah. So everybody wants to smell my good hairy ball sack. You don't use your picture, Tom. If you use your picture, people be like, oh, I don't want AIDS. No shit, right? Yeah, of course. You got to use a picture of somebody else. Not me. All right, Jeremy, your story, man. I'm still traumatized from that last one. Hold on a second. All right, yeah, so in Jeremy's case, the fucking, you know, fucking 12-foot python was like, ah, that's a little bit scary, but they use panties. Make the bad thing go away. This next story is pretty good. I like this guy. This uh, this guy's actually, uh, he seems all right to me. So let's just uh, uh, listen to this story and tell me what you guys think. All right. So Japan mayor forced to quit over bringing personal sauna into office. Yokohama, uh, the mayor of a city in western Japan prefecture of Okinawa, I'm sorry, of Osaka, said Monday that he will step down after finding himself in the hot seat for setting up a home sauna just next to his office for personal use. Hiroki Tomita, the mayor of Ikeda, has been under intense criticism for bringing a sauna into the city government building from his home last year, along with gym equipment. He claims it was, uh, he claims it was needed for personal health reasons. On Wednesday, the 44-year-old said in a press conference that he will resign and take responsibility responsibility after giving the city government uh, COVID-19 vacations program for an elderly uh, person's uh, is largely complete. Even what? Holy shit! Hold on, this got really weird. Not written in English. Bottom line is the guy said he'll take responsibility and he will retire. Um, the city assemb- the city assembly was set to adopt a no confidence motion against Tomita on Tuesday and he did not comply with the request for registration and he will be uh, resigning by the end of the month. Boom. Right. What do you guys think? Um, Jeremy, you know, this kind of reminds me of, it kind of reminds me, it reminds me of that Seinfeld episode where George Costanza, basically he, he had this office and he changed his desk into a bed and then his bed had like a vending machine and a pet, a pillow dispenser and all this other stuff. Do you remember that Seinfeld? Oh man. No, I'm, I was never a huge Seinfeld fan. Uh, I, I saw the occasional ones, but uh, that kind of took place while I was uh, off fighting wars for the country. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you for your service. All right. Thank anyway, you. George Costanza did the same thing. Basically he transformed his office into like a, a bed 
into like uh, an eatery, into like all this other stuff and stuff. It was fantastic. And so I, I didn't see any problem when George did that. And I don't see a problem in this. I mean, if a guy is like a president or an executive or something or whatever, and he's got a fucking sauna, he's got a fucking like a weight room and shit. This is a place for this guy to kind of uh, release some steam per se. So I am agreeing with this. I agree with you as well. Um, as long as he didn't use government funds to do it, I'm fine with it. If he used his own money to br- to bring a sauna over, if he brought some weights over, you know, let him let him work out in his office, man. Yeah, he's why working. Not? He's, he's, he's gonna, another thing I'm, is in Japan, people spend like most of the fucking day in their office, like fucking 20 hours in their day of their day. Why not like have a guy fucking like be in his office, work for fucking like 18, 15 hours and shit, and then be like, you know what? I just worked 15 hours. Take a sauna. Take some time off. Relax a little bit. Pump some iron. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you guys both. Like, A, it says, it says like in the article that he brought in his own shit. He did it himself. So he's not, he's not, this is an embezzlement. He's not doing it on the city's dime. As far as I'm concerned, this guy should get a fucking promotion, man. He's obviously, yeah, but- you know, I, I think those motherfuckers were just jealous because he had the fucking cool office, this 44 year old like mayor's hanging out and all the fucking chicks when they were like, oh, I had a rough day at work, kind of hot. Ooh, mind if I hop in the sauna? I, I think all those other motherfuckers are just jealous. This motherfucker should be promoted because he's awesome. Yeah, I think you should judge him by the, the the work he does, not by what is in his office. Who cares if he... Dude, I don't give a shit if you even drink beer or you're at work. I'm going to judge you by the quality of your work. Yep, you know, you, I agree. You're an adult. I agree. You're a man. You decide. Yeah, I'm going to judge you by the quality of your work. You came here to do this job. Job. I'm paying you to do this job. If he does the job and does it well, get the fuck off his back. Yep, I agree. Well, you see, that, to, to be to be honest, he probably was a pretty productive employee. Because think about it, man. It's like, man, I had a hard day at work. You know what? You would really like, you know, fucking de-stress me. It's fucking pumping a little bit of iron, hitting the sauna. Oh wait, I can do that in my own fucking office. Yeah, yeah, and and, and bonus points, man. George Costanza did. Yeah, no, no, but like, think about a bonus points. So like during the coronavirus and the pandemic, man, he's being safer, but he ain't going to a fucking public gym. Nah, man, he's just gonna fucking pump some iron in his office and like chill in the sauna, and he's he's fucking fine. God well, bless this guy. God bless this guy. God bless this guy. All right. Yeah. Next story. Wait. So wait. Next story is uh, wait, Tom. Is it your story? Is it my story? Yeah, Who's story? story? Your story. Hey. All right. Watch those S's, yo. All right. Here we go. Uh, Aichi man who stole and replaced women's shoes goes free uh, free after victims declined to press charges. God okay. damn it, that was my story. What? Seriously? I'm, I can read <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. That That's a great story. It's your story. Take it, man. Take okay. it away, Tommy. So long story short, I think the last time we did the podcast, we, we almost did this one. This is one, one of the stories that was in the running, but didn't quite make the cut. But I'm glad we didn't because now it's got a nice little update. So let's dive into this. Yeah. Yeah. About two weeks ago, a man in Nagakuta City, Aichi Prefecture, was arrested for stealing a pair of pumps that belonged to a music teacher. What made the theft even stranger was that when taking the shoes, he had replaced them with a nearly identical new pair. Fuck, dude. That's a lot of effort for, like, to put into stealing shoes. But okay. The ensuing investigation found a further 20 pairs of women's footwear in the suspect's home, suggesting that he had done this several times. 
He had also admitted to the police that he exchanged shoes because he enjoyed the scent of the used ones. <laughs> uh, we got a sniffer. Yeah, we got a sniffer on here. We got a foot fetishist. Uh, that's how things stood as of April 10th. But upon further investigation, new details have come to light about this thief's odious modius operandi. It turned out that the man would serve the shoe cubbies of his victim's workplace and take photos so that he could purchase a convincing pair of lookalikes. Then, after buying the shoes, he would break them himself. Uh, sorry, wait, whoa, this has got really weird. He would break them in himself for a bit by making the switch so that hopefully the victim would, would notice. So, so he's, he's, this dude's like, what, prancing around like his, his like house in like high heels? That's weird. Uh, it was. It would seem the new this newfound information proved too much for the initial victim to handle because the music teacher dropped the charges against him, saying that the details of the case were too disgusting for her. She's like, so she fucking pieced out. She's like, you know, you can have the shoes. I just, I just don't want fucking any anything more to do with this. And honestly, I can, I, I can say that I understand. I do not blame her. Uh, she wasn't alone either. After her story broke, many other women came forward about their shoes feeling suddenly different and reported it to the police. However, none of them were willing to pursue charges against the man for similar reasons. As a result of it, on April 23rd, the suspect was set free and will not stand trial. Police have also determined that he was not stalking any of the women themselves, just their shoes, so that they will not seek any further charges on the grounds either. So, damn. Dude, if you're going to be a creepy pervo, just be so fucking weird that nobody will just, just like, dude, that, that's okay. <laughs> we'll just go over there and this will just pretend this didn't happen. Just he's like buying, he's buying new shoes for these people and and trying to make them look like they're they're the same ones. What a weirdo, right? I know it's just like this, nut. this is fucking bizarre. This is one of those. This is definitely an only in Japan. What do you think about this, Johnny? Well, I think this is pretty fucked up, dude. And uh, Tom, I've been to your house, and uh, you and your wife have a lot of shoes. In fact, like your first paycheck uh, recently was for three pairs of shoes. So I think. I'm not the one that can't say anything I, about the shoes. I, I, I fucking, I'm sorry, man. I do not fucking regret that at all, man. I, I fucking I bought new shoes in way too long. And the also, man, shoes like, that I agree on is the Anthony H shoes. The Anthony H shoes were fucking sweet as fuck, dude. That guy oh, is fucking I, uh, artistic I, 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 I genius. I, I, I didn't get them. He, he, he was having personal health problems. So uh, maybe at a later date, we kind of put a pin in that. So wait, tell me a little bit about these Anthony H shoes. I know Anthony. So what's going on with the shoes that he, what does he do? I was gonna I was gonna get some shoes from him, man, but like uh basically I mailed him about it and he said, Yeah, uh uh yeah, like I'd love to sell you some, some shoes, that's fucking totally cool. He goes, But uh can you wait a little bit? I, I'm I'm buying a new motor from my machine. I was like, Yeah, that's cool. Just, just give me another week and I'll get back to you. I was like, Yeah, 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 that, that's fine. Is then he... I didn't hear from him for a while. And well, Tom, this is not Tom, this is not Tom, time, Tom, time, but, Tom, uh, does he make shoes? Yes. Yes, he does. Oh, okay. I didn't. Oh. I didn't know what he does. That's what I do. I don't want to get into his personal issues, but I, I was going to say, oh, tell yeah, me I, about the I, products. The products that he makes. Oh yeah, but like yeah, basically. Long story short, he makes his own custom shoes, like very high quality, very fucking cool. Uh, I've seen his work and I like him, and I, I also he's a friend. I wanted to support his uh, support him. So like I said, like I was wanting to buy some shoes from him. He was. He goes, that's great. I would love to sell you a pair, but let me purchase a new motor. 
And then he has some health issues. So we kind of put a pin in it for the time being. But uh, at a later date, I would love to buy some shoes from him later. I don't know. Jeremy, are you into shoes? Um, I'm into my own shoes. I'm not into anybody else's shoes. And I'm not into used shoes. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll purchase myself a pair of Nike Air Force Ones. I'll purchase myself, you know, some some Jordans. Why not? Because I like to look good when I'm when I'm out representing. You know what I mean? So, but uh, I'm not into having like other people's fucking dirty ass shoes on my feet. Yeah, me I agree. Yeah, I'm not into used yeah. shoes either. Are you a feet guy though? I mean, Quentin Tarantino is obviously a feet guy. I- I'm not a feet guy, but are you a feet guy? I'm a titty man. I'm an ass titty. man. I love fucking like chicks with good asses. I like both, man. I can't decide. You can't decide. Oh, I don't hate. I don't hate either one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, yeah, you don't, man. But yeah, like I don't know, man. Feet are kind of dirty, so like, eh. your feet are dirty. That's girl, for sure. Yeah. You got some. As, as, long, as long as the girls, as long as the girls got all her toes, I'm probably not going to complain about her feet. You know what I'm saying? You're a toast. All right. Well, <laughs> on that note, faders, I want to say thank you so much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Fitted Japan. Yes, we know it's not episode number six hundred, and we don't apologize because it's not our fault. But don't worry because this is episode number. 599, 25 and a third and a third. And we'll probably say something different next week, but don't worry about it and stop. But uh, you got an episode this week. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode. And faders, remember, we have sponsorship. The sponsorship that we have is fucking incredible. The people that support us is amazing. You got to support our supporters. Go down to the show notes and support those guys. If you live in Japan, definitely do it. If you don't live in Japan, don't worry. You can support the show by going to our Patreon. Our Patreon only costs $5. $5. $5 is absolutely nothing for you because it's basically like buying us one drink or one Starbucks or one whatever a month. And so, and if you can't do that because times are tight, well, we know definitely you can sign up for, well, well, I don't know. Wait, what else can they do, Tom? Facebook, Instagram, those are free. Those are free. That's definitely for sure. And also on top of that, there are the spill things. Sign up for the spill thing. Go to the spill thing. Get some artwork and stuff. And we'll definitely fucking love you there. Thank you so much. All right. On that note, gentlemen, thank you so much for being here with us tonight. We're fucking faded as fuck, dude. I'm fucking faded as fuck. And um, yeah, we'll definitely see you soon. All right. On that note, peace. Bye-bye. Go fuck yourself. My little brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure excuse me? We're going freaking! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.